0: Thank you.
1: it in the key of G, and let's uh, pull up that song, Breath of Heaven. Try without the E. Okay, we'll try a different one here. Let's do... uh, that song you were just playing, um, or I'm sorry. Let's put it in the key of G again, Above All. Above
2: all powers, above all kings, above all nature and all creation.
1: Uh, The Great Emancipator, same key.
2: Once my heart and soul were fettered Oh, by the binding chains of sin Oh, but the great emancipator
1: dust off of that one, I think. We hadn't done that one in a while. So let's uh, put it in the key of F. Let's uh, sing Victory in Jesus. We'll sing one that uh, we sing a lot here. Get a familiar one. I heard an old, old story.
2: How a Savior came from home. And how He gave His life on Calvary. To save a rich like me And I heard about Victory beneath the grave I heard about deceiving It's cleansing our revealing How we made the lake to walk again And cause the blind to see And then I cried tears Come and kill my broken spirit And somehow Jesus Came and brought to me the victory For oh, now victory in Jesus My Savior forever saw me by me with I will answer when he calls for me. I will hear when the Savior calls. I will answer. I'll be somewhere listening for my name. Oh, I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere listening for my name. Oh, I'll be Somewhere Listening, I'll be somewhere Listening, I'll be somewhere Listening for... Let's try that again. Now when the Savior calls I will answer When He calls for me I will hear When the Savior calls I will answer I'll be somewhere Listening for my name Oh, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening for my name. Oh, I'll, be I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening for my name. Now, if my heart is right, when he calls me, if my heart is right, I will. If my heart is right, when he calls me, I'll be somewhere, listening for my name. Oh, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening for my name. Oh, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening listening for my name. And if my robe is white, when he calls me, if my robe is white, I will hear. If my robe is white, when he calls me, I'll be somewhere listening for my name. Yes, I'll be somewhere listening, I'll be somewhere listening, I'll be somewhere listening for my name. Listen, I'll be somewhere, listen, I'll be somewhere, listening for my name. And when the Savior calls, I will answer, when He calls for me, I will hear When the Savior calls, I will answer, I'll be somewhere, listening for my name. One more time. Oh, I'll be somewhere listening, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening for my name. Oh, I'll be somewhere listening, I'll be somewhere, listening, I'll be somewhere, listening
1: listening for my name. Amen. That's another old one that we hadn't done in a while, so... Let's put it back in the key of G and uh, let's sing this song softly and tenderly just before we take our needs before the Lord. We'll change the order up a little bit here.
2: So softly and tenderly Jesus is calling, calling.
1: something softly that Brother Matt, you may have your seats for a few moments. We have several prayer requests here that we just want to remember. Uh, We just want to remember Henry Coffey in prayer. He has a strep, so we just want to uh, remember him, and Sister Rachel is not with us. She is away visiting in Arizona, so we just want to pray for her and uh, for any safe travels. Uh, we just want to uh, continue to keep Brother Tim Ashong in prayer, um, not just with his health now, but uh, for the passing of his younger brother. Uh, so we just want to remember him and his family in prayer. Uh, we also want to uh, continue to keep Brother Johnny in prayer. Uh, they're still not with us, uh, he is uh, very tired and sore, so we just want to remember him. And also, I have here to remember Sister Whitlock. Um, she is in need of prayer and had a shot today to help with any pain in her back, um, but it did not help, so we just want to remember her in prayer. And uh, I believe they're not with us this evening, not just because of that, but uh, because Brother David's having to work as well, so we just want to remember them. Um, just continue to remember uh, my family in prayer. Um, uh, Mom and Ashley, we're all still dealing with a cough that just wants to hang on so just remember us in prayer and also dad he leaves for work this evening too Uh, there's many who are not with us uh, unspoken prayer requests and the lord knows those needs just by the lifting of your hand Um, i'm thankful that uh, we can still go to him uh, no matter what the issue is no matter uh, how big it seems to us uh, it's not too big for him so if you would just stand with me and if i could have uh, brother david come at this time pray over these prayer requests
3: Let us pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the opportunity, dear Lord, to come midweek into your house, dear Lord, to lay down the things of of the world, dear Lord, to come hear from you, O God. We just ask, O God, that you fulfill every need, dear Lord, that's mentioned in the prayer requests that were read, dear Lord. just ask you to be with the Ashong family. just ask you to send the comforter to them in this time. And all those who are sick and afflicted in the body, dear Lord, we just ask you to go to them even now, O oh God, and restore them up. Restore their bodies because their desire should be among us, O oh God. Those who are traveling, O oh God, we just ask you to keep them safe. Keep a hedge of protection around them to bring them back safely among us. We just pray for the brother Aaron tonight, dear Lord. We just ask you to give him lips of clay. Let him put himself out of the way, dear Lord, and Have you come speak to us, O God. We just ask you to anoint our ears to hear what we have need of. May we be changed tonight, O God. We ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. You may have your seats for just a few minutes. Amen. let's put it in the key of D. You deserve the
2: glory. I look into your heart
1: we could just have the ushers come forward and uh, take up the tithes and offering brother Jeff if you would pray Sing this, this evening, as uh, Brother Aaron comes at this time, he is
2: our peace who has broken down.
4: bless you saints uh who we'll just uh get into prayer whilst you're standing um we want to remember brother timashan uh, who lost his brother and we also like to remember brother reynolds uh, he got his stitches out his home resting tonight also, want to remember Sister Drums, um, Sister the Drums, Sister Karen Buchanan, Sister Carrie Woodlock um, uh, for her back, and Sister, uh, Brother Troy Hughes, who has heart uh, heart cath tomorrow. So, we definitely want to remember him in prayer. You know, Wednesday night is prayer. prayer meetings, praise the Lord. So, we want to uh, take these needs uh, before the Lord in prayer. Uh, Brother Barry, he He's doing uh, very well tonight he's feeling a little bit uh, foggy but uh, he came out uh, very well uh, with his uh, procedure this afternoon so certainly thank the lord for that if you have a, a prayer request you can show by raising your hand as we pray heavenly father we come to you this evening lord knowing father that the greatest weapon that was given to a mortal man was not a nuclear bomb it was the ability to pray It's the power lord to close our eyes to to just open our hearts and speak to you lord father we can write to congress and nothing can change we can write a letter to the president and nothing will change but if we can speak to you if we can touch you by faith we know that lord we can receive whatsoever we have need of You say it in your word that if we ask anything in your name, you will be able to provide. Lord, we pray for these needs, Lord. We pray for uh, the the Reynolds, the drums, Whitlock. Brother Barry, uh, we thank you for his procedure. We want to remember Brother Tim Ashong who, who is mourning the loss of his brother. Father, we are thankful, Lord, that Lord Jesus Christ, no matter how many situations, how many requests we have, it can never diminish your power. Lord, you, you, you are still the same. We are so grateful tonight. Be with us, Father, and you speak to our hearts, Lord, as we, as we go to the rest of the service. May you put the minister aside and you, may you just minister to your children. We ask these things in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may have your seats tonight. Uh, it was a very hectic day for me. One of the most hectic Wednesdays ever i was i i I started off very early, you know everything planned out, and then I was stuck in traffic for almost two hours. I started to play a tape until it finished, <laughs> and I was in traffic and you know and I saw you know Siri kept on adding more minutes <laughs> more minutes, and I was getting very nervous, but I was listening to the message the guide. And I remember Brother Barham was talking about how he was lost, you know, in the mountains when he went, to, you know, hunting. And I said, Lord, if you could help Brother Baram, I know you can help me too to navigate through this, this this traffic. I don't know whether you're going to send a, a drone to pick me here to make it in time for service. But I believe that you will be able to help me. So God is faithful tonight. And we thank him that he was able to, to, to help us, definitely. So, um... Knowing that uh, our time is gone, you will not, you know, take much of your time. I'll make sure that, you know, uh, I'll cut my sermon to compensate for for the time that was lost in traffic. Uh, If we can stand this time to read the scripture. Uh, Let's read from Joshua chapter 3 verse 1. If you have your Bibles, how many enjoyed the meetings over this weekend? Those were very, very wonderful. God will never bring a message for, uh, uh, just to bring it. Whenever God brings something, he wants us to see something. So I always take those things very seriously. And we want to thank Brother Barry for organizing and the ministers who came, Brother Chris, Brother Rap. Uh, That was such a wonderful time. You know, God speaks in many ways. Sometimes he speaks through thunder. Sometimes he speaks through a small, still voice, but he's still speaking. Joshua 3, verse 1, the Bible says, And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim, and came to Jordan, and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host." And they commanded the people, saying that ye that seek the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priest and the Levites bearing it. Then you shall remove from your place and go, and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits. That's about maybe about half a mile to a mile. Come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go, for you have not passed this this way here. Uh, you have not passed this way here before. Praise the Lord. So that's like where we are getting the title of our of our message. For you have not passed this way hitherfore. If you may have your seeds, may God bless the reading of His Word. I love the book of Joshua because the book of Joshua, the prophet tells us that it's, it's a parallel to the book of Ephesians because redemption, remember, redemption is in two parts. Redemption is coming out of and getting into. So, you, you, when you come out of Egypt, that's the first part of redemption. And then when you come into the promised land, that's the other part of redemption, Now, for you to say you have full redemption, you have to have both. It's not enough to come out of the world. It's not enough to come out of denomination. You have to enter into the Holy Ghost. So, the book of Joshua, it positionally places God's children in their places, praise the Lord, and every one of them, every family, every, every tribe, they had a place which God had ordained for them before the foundation of the world. And each and every one of you tonight, there is a place for you that God has ordained for you before the foundation of the world. You have your part to play in the body of Christ. It, it may not be preaching, it may not be singing, it may not be uh, playing the guitar. Whatever it is, God has a place for you. God cannot cause you and try to figure out, okay, fine, what do we do here? What can we do with this brother that has come? No, sir. When God calls you, he has a purpose for your life. When God brings you out, he's going to take you somewhere. Amen. Praise the Lord. A young man could not ask someone on a date if, if he hasn't planned where he's going to go. Oh, what he's gonna say, how he's gonna. If if a young man can be organized like that, do you think Christ would come to the bride not knowing where she would take the bride? He says, "I go and make a place for you. I will come back and receive you to myself." So now, the book of Joshua. I love the book of Joshua because it shows the continuation of the spirit of God. That God was just no longer dealing with the prophet; He was also dealing with Joshua. Praise the Lord. And now, our Joshua uh, today is the Holy Ghost. There is no man with a worldwide ministry. We can travel all over the world, but after the seventh angel, it's only Christ working in a many membered body. There is no person with a special ministry to tell everyone what to do. There is no person with a special ministry who knows everything. No, sir. God is working in a many membered body. It's a little here, a little there, a little here, a little there. Praise the Lord. We don't have everything here. We have a part of Jesus Christ. A certain brother, maybe brother Steve in Virginia, he's another part of Christ. Hallelujah. So if anybody tells you, well, we must follow this man, that's, that, that's an error. We are following the Holy Ghost. And God is working through a many-membered body. Now, sometimes you know, sometimes people get enthused. Say, ah, brother. And I was in the mountain, I saw the pillar of light, so I've got a special ministry. Yeah, I have a special ministry, but there's only one man who was sent to the whole bride, and that's Elijah. All of us, we, we, we don't have a commission for the whole bride. My revelation is limited to, to, to where I'm preaching at that particular time. It's not a universal revelation because I am not a star. I am just a member of the body of Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. And also, it cannot be oh, brother Branham all by himself. The whole body is not the eyes. He is a prophet, but the whole body is not the eyes. Hallelujah. You still need your hands. You still need your... And the hands cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. And the feet cannot say to the eyes, we don't need the eyes. You can't say we don't need the prophet. We don't need the fivefold ministry. That's carnality. You need the prophet you need the five-fold ministry because that's the order that God placed in the bible hallelujah the prophet cannot replace a pastor and the pastor cannot replace a prophet everyone has his place a wife cannot replace the husband the husband cannot replace the wife everyone has their place hallelujah now the children have their place now you can't say, well, you know what, I can do it by myself, I don't need a man in my life. Yeah, you can try to do that, but that's not God's perfect will. God's perfect will is for a house to have a father and a mother, right? Praise be to God. Even if you, I can cook better than my wife, or if my wife can do can work better than me, but still we have to go by God's program. God has a plan and God has a program. And you have to recognize your place and recognize another person's place. And having a place, does not, that, that does not mean that you, you are the best. That just means that God puts you there. Amen. Hallelujah. And as a pastor, it's, it's a place that God gives a man. That doesn't mean that he's an angel. He can, make a mis- he can make mistakes. He's a moral man. But we respect that the office that God placed upon a man. And we follow that because that's the channel of the Holy Ghost. Even in a house, a man may not be perfect. He can make mistakes, but you have to recognize the position that God gives that man. If you don't recognize it, you're going to have problems in the home. Because that man is supposed to be the priest of the house. He's supposed to lead the house. God has an obligation to speak to the man. And on the day of judgment, he has to answer for his family. Praise be to God. The prophet says, you shall answer for what you teach your wife. Hallelujah. Obviously, everyone will stand for himself, but you answer for your responsibility as a man, and a woman will answer, answer for her responsibility as a mother. So everyone has a place that they will answer that, that they will be answerable to God for. Hallelujah! Praise be to God. Now, in the modern world, they say, "Well, well, this woman can do better than men." It's not about doing it better; it's about following God's plan. Hallelujah! The best chef cooks in the world, mostly are men, right? But what did God choose to be the keeper of the kitchen is the woman. That's God's program. I mean, no matter how how much, how good you can cook, she is just, I mean, God just made it that way and it's the best. Hallelujah. And you can't say, well, you know what? Ah, she's a weaker vessel. I can do a better job. No, sir, you can't do a better job. She was ordained by God to do what she does. And I'm ordained, as a man, I'm ordained by God to do what I do. So the book of Joshua, we don't, we, we don't, we're not, not going to get into the weeds, but it positionally places God's people. And the problem that we have in the last days is people trying to take some, some other people's place. There's only one you with one fingerprint, iris, everything about you is unique, No one can replace you, and you cannot replace someone else. Hallelujah. You cannot compete with someone else. You cannot be jealous of someone else. Because no matter how much you try, you can never outperform someone. In the eyes of man, it may look like like that, but in the eyes of God, it's a vain. God has ordained everyone to be in his place. Hallelujah! I sit and I, I, I marvel when I you know, see the brothers like they, they were here last weekend you know ministering and getting deep into these things. I can't do that. But I thank the Lord that he has given us such gifts. I can't, I can't try to you know, outmaneuver them or say, oh, I can do it better. I can't do it. Right? They have their special gift that God has given them. I have my own little way that God has given me and I have to be faithful with, with that. So now as they were crossing into the promised land... They stopped in in different places. We don't have time to cover that. One time they stopped at a place called Kadesh Baniya. And that was a judgment seat. A lot of them died at Kadesh Baniya. Because that was a very difficult junction. And the prophet in 1956, he says, America stands like Israel at Kadesh Baniya. Whether they would take the choice to cross over or they would die and perish in this place. But you know what? We took the wrong choice. We started to to choose the wrong presidents. We started to choose the wrong policies. We went for popularity instead of principles. Just because something is popular doesn't mean it's right. That's why we don't follow likes and thumbs up. We follow the voice of God. Hallelujah. We don't do things for popularity. That's why the founding fathers were in the college system in terms of voting. Because they were trying to get rid of populism. Because populism, many times, is always wrong. Wisdom is not in popular opinions. Matter of fact, Jesus Christ said, what is highly esteemed in the world is an abomination unto God. Hallelujah. It's the opposite. If you see people running after something, many times it becomes corrupted. But God does not dwell in populism. God dwells in his word and in his will. Hallelujah. So, 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 that was Kadesh Baniya. A lot of things happened at Kadesh Baniya. We don't have time to talk about that. And then they stopped at another place called Gilgal. At Gilgal, it's a, it's a, it means rolling back. God says, I'm going to roll back the reproach of Egypt. And when they stopped at Gilgal, God said to, to Joshua, before you cross over, we need to circumcise the people again. And he says, because we have children that were born during the journey, that were not circumcised when we came out. Hallelujah. So they have to receive the circumcision that their parents received. So that's why once in a while we come back to evangelism, so that our children can receive the same fire that we received ourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. We can't just say, well, these are our kids; they'll catch up, let's just cross. God said, no. Stop here and circumcise everyone and give them time to heal. Then we can cross over. And the same knife that circumcised the father is the same knife that circumcises the the son. It's the same gospel that evangelized you and took you from the world. It's the same experience that your children must go through. And you cannot love them too much to protect them from the circumcision. It's painful, but they have to go through it. Otherwise, they have no part in Israel. Right. Hallelujah. We can't just say, well, you know what? We, we can't, you know, we will lose them. No, we will not lose them. Amen. The seed cannot be lost. Amen. If we have to, if we ho- obey the Holy Ghost and we do things the weird way we are bound to come out right. right. Hallelujah. But we can protect them carnally. Say, like, "Ah, let will just protect them. But you know what? We don't have them because 20 years down the road, ah. we go back to the world. Because they were always in the world. But, but then if we do things by the word of God, by God's way, we show them what the message of the hour is, what separation is, what sin is, what the world is, they make that decision based on the truth, then they are bound to come out right. Hallelujah. So here, God was saying, and the elders were saying, you are coming to a place that you have never passed before, so what you need to do is you need to keep a distance of about a half a mile the ark and yourself, and the reason is that you, you don 't be too far far behind because you will lose the ark and you get lost don't don't be, don't come too close to the ark, otherwise you, you will die because God is holy, praise the Lord, so you have to you have to keep a very good distance. You have to watch the ark of the covenant because you are going into enchanted territories. You are coming into a place that you do not know that may not be familiar to you. With your eyes, you may say, well, this looks familiar. You know, we have been walking in the wilderness for many years. We, we know this is our life. You know, we are bush people. We are, but God is saying, you have never passed this way before. Follow the act of the covenant. Follow the act of the of the Lord. So that's, that's, that's kind of like where we are in these last days. The Bible says in the book of, Ephes- of Ephesians. That in the dispensation of the fullness of time. And the prophet says that the time that we are living. Is the dispensation of the fullness of time. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very strange place that we are living in. And uh, allow me to say here not to. To, to try to be like Joshua or anything, but we have never passed this way before. That things that we are seeing are unprecedented. Of course, you know, the devil is the same, the demon, you know, God God takes his spirit and he never, you know, he's man, but never his spirit, even, even Satan too. But the scale of sin is unprecedented. The scale of events is unprecedented. To the natural man, he might say, you know what, we're used to this. You know, this is just earthquakes that happen once in a while. You know, it's just climate change. But you know what, if you're spiritual, you should know that we have never passed this way before. This is different, praise the Lord. And because this is different, then that means that that's the time to follow the act of the Lord. That's the time to follow the Holy Ghost. That's the time to hear the small, still voice. That's the time that we have to be very careful when we make decisions for our lives. When we make the decisions for our children. Where they will go, where they will spend their high school, where they will do their college. Because these are dangerous territories that we are about to enter into. They were were coming to a land that had giants. Some with six fingers, the sons of Anak. Men of renown, men of war, and tonight we don't have natural giants; we have spiritual giants, giants of unbelief, giants of sin, giants of of, you know the things that was being spoken over the weekend. Those are giants. They are the reason why we. I'm not trying to magnify the enemy, but I have to paint to you a realistic picture of what where we are right now. You, you find that, you know, people are getting addicted to games. Yes. That, that's a giant. Someone just can't get over it. People are getting addicted to, you know, betting, sports betting, you know. People getting at silly things that you think these are, but these are giants in the land. You know, the, creating websites, trying to discredit the message. Those are spiritual giants that have, that have destroyed many. You can't just approach them, you know, with you know, say, I know, you know, you know, you have to follow the Holy Ghost. God has to protect you and God has to lead you. You feel the pressure. Well, we are in this month. We are we're recognizing, you know, alphabet people. You know, there's just so much of a pressure, and you wonder where is that pressure coming from? It's coming from the pits of hell. I tell you what, I can tell you right now, it's coming from the peace of hell. And if there's a time that we had to be led by the Holy Ghost, it's this time. You can't just be, you know, neutral, like just, you know, living your life, you know, going by. No, no, no. The battle lines have been drawn. Hallelujah. I can remember last year in February, you know, American intelligence was saying, you know what, the Russians are mounting troops on the border. Uh, I think they're going to attack, you know, Ukraine. And the people in the crowd, ah, don't don't alarm the people, everything is all right. And the intelligence was like, you know what? He may say that, but but the fact is, based on our intelligence, these guys are ready to roll in. Guess what? One year down the line, you know, we have you know, many people have lost their lives, many buildings have been destroyed. Why? Because they they didn't know, right? and and and, and we have spiritual intelligence that is telling us that friends. We are at the last, 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 last mile. We are about to cross over. Yes. This is not the time to be to be trying to try to try to try something new or try to you know to doubt the message. This is our best chance of coming out of here. Yes. Hallelujah! If you leave the message, uh, my question is, where would you go? <laughs> the Pope is saying, hey, let's not legalize. Let's not you know. Let's just accept you know the. <laughs> <laughs> homosexuals, perverts, right? Yeah. The Presbyterian Church is saying the same. The Church of England is saying the same. I was reading an article today. I can't even say it. It's so blasphemous. They were saying, well, we're gonna, we want to revise the way we do our mass in the Church of England. So that because, you know, God is, I think, is gender neutral. It's like, what? That's blasphemous. That's mainstream media. Like, they, they want to revise so that they don't say he. They just say God. They want a neutral title. That's how far the world has come to. And the only thing that is holding everything together is the bride. Once the bride is taken out, chaos comes in this world. Persecution comes in this world. People are complaining, well, they've blocked my, my, my YouTube account. Wait until persecution comes. You, you just, I mean, this is just nothing. You know, people complaining, oh, oh, they, they deleted my Facebook. They will close our churches. And friends... The Bible says you have never passed this way before. Right. This is not the time to be playing church. Right. It's not the time to be like, you know what, I can do whatever I want. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do these experiments. You can do an experiment in the world and never come back. Right. You can try uh, uh, you know, to go to a party and then you get hooked to drugs and never be able to come back. I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm just trying to show you the time that we're living in. Yeah. denominations they're having debates. Imagine. Should we allow homosexuals or not? Should we marry them or not? Right? And as I'm speaking this sermon, you know, in a few years it will be taken down because, you know, it's hate speech. Right? It's, hate, it's called, it's considered hate speech. But you know what? We don't hate people. We hate the spirit. Sin is sin. I was a sinner, praise the Lord. All of us are born, no one is responsible for the way they are born, but we are responsible for the choices we make. But we cannot bless sin to make someone feel good. No, sir. We will say the truth according to what the Bible says. Hallelujah. You can't say, well, we, you're, you're hating someone. If, if, if we say someone is, a, uh, you know, molesting children, he's like a pedophile. We say, ah, no, he was just born like that. You know, things don't, that, that's not how the world works. We cannot condone evil. Evil is just evil. Praise the Lord. So God says, you have never passed this way before. So you need to be following the ark. Now, one of the dangers that we have in these last days is that people don't know the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Joshua chapter 1, it says that, and they, after the death of Joshua and the elders, that's judges, they arose another generation which did not know God or his mighty works. So as soon as the Bible says that, the next thing that follows is Chaos. Hallelujah. People read about things that happened with Brother Branham. People read about things that happened with their fathers. You know, my father was in Brother Branham's meetings. You know, my grandfather was prayed for by the prophet. But what about you and your relationship with God? Joshua died and all his elders. And another generation that did not go through Gilgal, their own personal circumcision. Their own experience. That's why people are backsliding. Because people are busy arguing. Well, what about this miracle that happened in Jeffersonville? Let's verify. You know what? I don't, I may not know everything that happened in Jeffersonville, but I know what God is doing right now. I know what He's doing in my life. I know what He has done for me. I know that He I have passed from death unto life. Hallelujah. And if there is a time that we need to follow the Holy Ghost, it's this time around. If there's a time that we needed to come to church, it's this time around. If there's a time we had to have prayer meetings, it's this time around. Amen. Hallelujah. We have men that have got big trucks. We have men that can do all kinds of things, but we do no longer have men that can pray. We no longer have men that can read the Bible. You know, they have an, uh, there's an app for everything. There's an app for devotions. You know what? You have to sometimes just delete that app. You are the man of the house. Read the Bible. Let the Holy Ghost inspire you. He will give you something to teach your children. You can't just recycle something that somebody has picked up. And you say, this is my book for the whole year for, for devotions. When is God ever going to speak to you personally as a father of the house? Hallelujah. That's kind of hard, right? No, those apps, you know, we, they're fine. Let's use them. But I'm just saying, just be careful. Don't be spoon-fed everything, you know. Right. You, want be, you want to be given a devotion for every morning. You want to, you want to be, you, you, everything you want to be handed down to you. Sometimes just say, you know what, today I'm not going to open any devotion up. I'm, going, I'm just simply going to open my Bible and read my Bible. And God will speak to me through the Bible. Amen. Praise God. People want programs, right? They want to be told what, what tape to listen to every day. Every, every service, gonna, everyone is going to listen to that tape. That's not how God works. And that's what brings persecution because people become so lazy, right? Everything has to be done for them. Now, God says here, you have never passed this way before. So you have to follow the act of the covenant. Isaiah chapter 40, 45, verse 22, let's read it. The Bible says that, Look unto me, ye ends of the earth, and be, for I am God, and there is no none else. Isaiah 45, verse look unto me, ye ends of the earth. So God is specifying, like, the ends of the earth. It can mean geog- geographical end. But here the prophet tells us that he was talking about the last days. That if there was a time that people had to look to God, it's the last days. And Jesus Christ said, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith upon the earth? Right. Hallelujah. You know, God has given us a, a standard in this age. And that standard is the spirit of Elijah. Yes. God knows what you need for the journey. Yes. You know, when they wanted to shoot down the Chinese balloon, I have to use these examples because that's, that's how you can remember. <laughs> when the Americans wanted to shoot down the Chinese balloon... They, found they had to find a specific aircraft that can, that can be very good for that. I think they used like the F-22, which is one of our fastest you know, uh, fighter jets, right? I think the F-16 is the fi- fastest, but F-22 is also very fast. And it can you know, go very high in altitude. You know, the, the faster the, fi- the fighter jets, the higher they go in terms of altitude. So they know that for this type of job, we need this aircraft, if we need to, 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 to send a weapon to Ukraine for this type of work, we need this. We need to send the javelin uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, missiles because they are, you know, very good for the tanks, you know. So, God knew what to give us in these last days. He knew that there, there will be a spirit of Jezebel. Hallelujah. What is Jezebel? Jezebel, you, you find it in Ty- Tyra, right? It's, 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 it's a religious spirit, Amen. It's Romanism. Is that the woman Jezebel, Revelation 17? We have to revisit these things for the young people to know them. Yes. And Jezebel is Hollywood. Yes. Amen. It's it's a female domination. Yes. You know, where people now worship female flesh. Yes. Everything is about female flesh. Every advertisement you find every billboard, everything is about women. Yes. That's a Jezebel religion. And God knew exactly the standard. Even if someone wants to, want to, want to present a car, let's say Ford has a new Mustang, there has to be a woman there with a, a you know, tight skirt on. Because it's, it's, it's more than Jezebel religion. Hallelujah. So, 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 so when there's a Jezebel, there has to be an Elijah somewhere. Because the only standard against Jezebel is Elijah. But people don't want, don't want the spirit of Elijah. They say, well, it's, it's, too, it's, too, it's, too, it's too rough. You know, it's too rough. We need something nice. But you know what? God knows what you need. Yeah. If you are sick and you go to the doctor, he, he will know you, you, there are many antibiotics out there. But the doctor will tell you, you need this an- antibiotic. That's, that is good for the bacteria that you have. Yeah. One time I went to the doctor. I had a, throat, a problem with my throat. And I said, you know what, I've struggled. I'm a minister. My, my throat is my weapon. <laughs> so, doctor, can you give me an, an antibiotic? He says, no, no, not so fast. I have to take a test. So he swabbed me and he, he put it you know, to the lab. And he says, you have a virus infection, so I can't give you <coughs> an antibiotic. I said, but I want an anti- antibiotic. It works very fast. He says, no, I can only give you if it was a bacterial infection. I think that's what he told me. So sometimes we, we think we know what we need, but the doctor knows what we need yeah. because he, is, he knows what is best. And the only thing that can push back against the spirits of this world right now, it's not, it's not Maga, it's the spirit of Elijah. Amen. I'm talking from a spiritual sense. The, only, the most counter-cultural thing you can have, the thing that you need for this journey is the spirit of Elijah. I'm not saying that we all live in the mountains, no, sir. God knew that, you know what, to turn the people's hearts, I will send the spirit of Elijah. Praise be to God. Why did God sp- send the spirit of Elijah? I'm going to borrow from some of our Sunday school slides. Um, my, you know, the traffic messed up uh, my sermon tonight, so it's kind of like Chipotle, you know, it's a mixture of <laughs> Everything. <laughs> So, so, God sent the spirit of Elijah because Elijah is uncompromising. Hallelujah. Because we are living in a time of compromise. There is a pressure for you to compromise on your virtue. If you don't compromise, they will say you are intolerant. If you don't compromise, they will say you are full of hate. Yeah. If you don't compromise, then you know what? You're not You're not progressive. But God knew that for people to stand, we have to give them the spirit of Elijah. Because Elijah does not compromise. Amen. Hallelujah. Think of, about John, John, John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 11, verse 8. Jesus Christ said, what went you out to see? Did you see a reed that is shaken uh, by the wind? He says, no, not John. John is not tossed like this. Like today he's there, today you are there. And John is resolute. And he knows where he's standing. And John, when when the Pharisees came to him, the dignitaries, they said, you know, we know that you are a prophet. He never cowered down and said, you know what, this is the mayor of the city. You know, he rebuked them. He said, you have brood of vipers. Now, I want you to, we have to have that aspect in us because of the anointing we have received. Not that we will all be different. I, I, I want to be very, very clear. We don't all have to be like Brother Branham. I have never shot in my life. I've never used a gun. I've never gone for hunting. But that doesn't mean I don't believe the message. So when we say the spirit of Elijah, don't take it in a kind of sense like try to find it it takes us belt in the, in the cowboy hat. No, that's not what we're saying. We are talking about the nature of the Holy Ghost that is in you, the influence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You stand for your principles. When at school, they say, cut your hair. You say, no, I won't cut my hair. I'm a Nazarene. When you're at a, at, 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 at a work dinner, they say, can we give you some wine? You say, I don't drink wine. I am a man of faith. That's the spirit of Elijah. It's not all about just going to Arizona, to the desert. No, sir. It's about standing for God's word. Elijah saw King Ahab coming. Both Ahab went to I'm going to close in 15 minutes, so don't worry. <laughs> Elijah went, to, he went to, to Naboth, and he said, Naboth, can I have your field? Now, this field was close to the White House. It was very close to, 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 to the place of the king. And Naboth says, I'm not going to give you the field, because you know the law. You know, Naboth was a, was, was a typical of an, a, a, a true end-time message bright, believing Christian. He says, King, I appreciate you as the president of this country, but I can't give you my field. And you know what Ahab said? Ahab said, I can give you a better field than this one. But, but Naboth said, no, I won't give you. This is the inheritance of my fathers. You no, know, when the devil offers you something better, when, when the devil says, you know what, I will give you more money, you say, I won't compromise on the inheritance of my fathers. And you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that the king went home sorrowful, and he didn't eat, he slept with his shoes until Jezebel came. Says my husband, why are you, why are you sad like this? I've never seen you sad. Sometimes you, you need to deal with the devil until he just goes sad for the whole day. I remember when he, when I was in college one time, <laughs> there was a little girl who came, not a little girl, a girl who came to me. I was doing my my laundry, I was washing my socks. I said, Hey, you know, Aaron, I can, I can, I can help with <laughs> with that. You know, we can hang out, we can be friends. and said, I ah, you know what. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm an ego. I fly alone. That's what I told you. I, I just said, I'm sorry, lady, but I fly alone. I mean, he goes, sorry. No, thanks. You know, I'm, I'm sure she, she walked away sorrowful. But that's kind of like what Naboth did. You tell the devil, don't touch me. You can't have my number. I'm a Christian. I don't date boys from the world. No, matter of fact, don't even start the conversation. Just hit block on Facebook. You know, the giant red button? Block, <laughs> sister. Sister, do you, do, 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 do you mind? Uh, you know, I'm looking for that scripture. I, I think my dad knows that scripture. Can I give you his number? <laughs> you know, some of these, some of these boys, yeah, they're in church, but they can be very cunning. So you know, you know, sister, I was, I was reading the book of Numbers. Can I have your number? <laughs> 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 now, I'm not saying you know, I mean, at the right time, you know, that's good, you know. <laughs> Dating is good. It's normal at the right age, but I'm just saying, just be careful of fly by nights. One a.m. Sister, I I enjoyed the the singing that you you sang at the camp. Mm. I felt the Holy Ghost inside my heart. (laughs) Said really. (laughs) So I tell my son at school, if a brother texts you at nine p.m., you reply the next morning. It can wait. Right. Anyway, why did God choose the spirit of Elijah? Because the spirit of Elijah hates immorality. Because Jezebelism is about immorality. You remember John, he rebuked Herodias. He said, you cannot have your brother's wife. Because that's what the spirit of Elijah is. So we are living in a time where there is high divorce. There is you know, filthiness and vulgarity. And w- if you read the spoken word, with the right kind of a spirit, with an open heart, I tell you, some of these things don't even bother you. You don't need anyone to tell you, well, don't listen to this. There's just something that tells you, no, 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 I, mean, I don't want to do this. Somehow, it just, the word just separates you from the world. Otherwise, you know, be t- sometimes with parents, we go through unnecessary work trying to you know, give people a playlist, listen to this. You don't have to do that. Just give them the message of the hour. Expose them to the message. Let them catch the message. The message will deal with them. The Holy Ghost will deal with their hearts. You know, Elijah, some people think that, you know, Elijah was just a man who, had, he, who, 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 who hated women. Matter of fact, Elijah spent a great deal of time with the widow of Zarephath. How many knows that? Elijah loves the right kind of women, But the Elijah spirit hates immoral, the wrong kind of women. The prophet spent time with a woman from Memphis, Tennessee. He he said, I was welcome in that home. So if people say the message, people, they hate women, that's wrong. Praise the Lord. Elisha spent time with the Shunammite woman. Amen. But immoral women, the spirit of Elijah cannot stand. The prophet would spend time at Sister Wright's home. Imagine a whole prophet going to a, a poor widow's house. So if, some, if, if someone tells you the message hates women, that, that, that person is wrong. We, we love good, godly sisters. They, we, we enjoy them when they come to church and they sing and they, they help out. But what we can't stand is uh, these modern-day Jezebels you know, who will look you in the eyes with no shamefacedness. And I'll tell you something <laughs> as I close in seven minutes. <laughs> shame-facedness, it's not something that you practice. It's something that the Holy Ghost will give you. Right. And you don't lose shamefacedness just yes, because you are, you are now on social media. What you do in life is what you are supposed to do in, in, on social media. Amen. Right? You can't live a dual life. That's hypocrisy. That's <laughs> you can't be a good brother, a good sister, but on social media, you're cursing, cursing. You know, you are, you are shouting at political rallies. You know, you are like a pundit. You can't do that. If you are a sister in real life, even on social media, just be a gentle sister. You can't be, you know, arguing and throwing tantrums and cursing people. No, that's, that's just, you, have to, you have to be a Christian through and through. And, and that's exactly what we tell our young people. If you have a curfew in your natural life, you should have a curfew on the internet. If there are places that you don't go naturally, if you can't go to a brothel, don't, then don't go to a brothel on social media. If, if there are people that you don't hang around with in, in real life, then there are people you, you shouldn't hang around with on social media. But the devil, what he wants is he wants you to have a different form of life. Because social media, it removes the veil. And then people say things that they're not supposed to say. There are people who never attend a political rally, but on social media they can attend dozens in a day. Because there is no veil. Say, Brother Aaron, are you saying we shouldn't use social media? No, you should use it. But the same controls that you put in your life naturally—that's the same thing that you, you have to do. On your 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 natural footprints should sh- should just be, should be shown even in your digital footprint. If you are nice in real life, why should you be nasty on online? You know, I mean, you, you see people—they are—it's a complete beast here on the on online. Natural life very pious and you know. Because that, that, that's just how it is. You, you see, even young boys, you have to be careful because you see some girls on social media, they have 15 filters until they look different than what they are in real life. You have to be very careful because she will, <laughs> the prophet says she will vamp you <laughs> like Jezebel. You know, she she will put all kinds of filters, you know, she will just do everything. And then you see on social media and then Because, you know, you are in that atmosphere and then you are trapped. And then when you you marry her, you find out that she's a different person. Do you like this kind of preaching? (laughs) Praise the Lord. So God loves the spirit of Elijah because it was also humble, simple, and consecrated. You know, these last days, everything is about pride and pomp. And uh, that's the spirit of the last days. People shall be lovers of themselves more than lovers of god you know what just just do you just stay in your own zone just 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 speak just speak your truth no no speak the god's truth you don't have a truth the truth comes from god be humble right you know just be your authentic self you know it's like i don't know it's like all of a sudden you know people are just like wild animals praise the lord I'm not saying you shouldn't be happy if you shoot a very good sized deer. No, that's all I'm saying. I'm talking about a spirit of the last days. But the Elijah spirit, if you look at Brother Branham, if you look at John, if you look at Elijah himself, if you look at Elijah, they were just simple men. And and you when you come to the message, it breaks you from that natural worldly, you know, makes you a natural simple man, simple brother, simple sister. The world does not need people who know everything. The world does not need people who know all the seals and the trumpets. The world just needs a simple man. Just just be a simple brother. Just be a simple husband. Just be a simple wife who can say uh, good morning, thank you, love you, see you. Just just those. Just be simple. You don't have to be, you know, super duper, you know, I, I can read 5 books in a day. That's fine, but just be simple. And the spirit of Elijah is a very practical, simple spirit. Amen. Brother Brigham was a very simple, practical man. He could hang out with kings. He could hang out with with, with the law. He could hang out with, with people from Africa, from India, from uh, Canada, British Columbia. He, could, he was just a simple man. That's the spirit of Elijah. Amen. Oh, sorry. Now, the spirit of Elijah also, it cures double-mindedness, right? I mean, I could take a whole sermon on this. Why would God turn the heart of the children back to the fathers? It's because people were, were double-minded. Remember, Elijah, when he was on Mount Carmel, he said, so that God can know that he is the true God. You, you can know he is the true God, and I'm his servant, I am t- and he is turning back your hearts. So he comes again, he says, to turn back the hearts of God's children. Of, of, of the children back to the father. So the spirit of Elijah, it stirs people's hearts to make a decision. But you see, we live in a time where people want plurality, you know, with, uh, they, 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 they cannot make a decision. Do you want to follow God or do you want to follow the world? So when you follow the spirit of Elijah, you are you, you, God cures you of that. I call that a spiritual nightmare. The prophet says a nightmare is when you are, Partly awake and partly asleep. You are partly in the world. You are partly in church. You are in a spiritual nightmare. You can't enjoy the world. You can't enjoy church. You are just miserable. You are just miserable. You are just complaining. You know, nothing seems to work. You can't fit in the world. You can't fit in church. The spirit of Elijah, it takes care of that. And then you can have a heart that is single. If your, heart, if your eyes are single, your, your whole body will be out the spirit of Elijah, I've got two more slides, and then we close. It's a spirit that is zealous. Praise the Lord. Elijah said, Lord, I've been zealous for you. They have slain, uh, they've killed all your prophets. I'm the only one that was left. He said that he was a zealous man. John the Baptist was, a, oh, was, was zealous. Elisha was a zealous man. And you would say, if, 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 God, if, if, I, if I be a man of God, let fire fall from heaven. I'm not saying we should call for, for God's people, to, for people to be burned. But I'm just showing you the zeal that Elijah had. Now, one of the things that we have in these last days is that we have lost the zeal of the Lord. You may call it the fire or the joy of the Lord, but we have lost it. The zeal of the Lord is, is what causes you to come to church. It's what causes you to read your Bible. You see, you might, you might lo- just like marriage, you may love someone, but you can lose the zeal or the joy of marriage. You just know that I love this person, I can't live without them. But you lose that sweetness. And that is very important. That's part of marriage. If you lose that, then you are on the you know, down, d- downward spiral. So that's the same thing with, with Christianity. Is Yes, you can say, well, I love the Lord, I love the message, I'll never leave. But you need to have that zeal in your heart. That causes you to come to church early, not waiting for them doors to open. Now, I can go through many scriptures, but we don't have time. Let's go to our, our, our next stri- slide. Now, the spirit of Elijah is not a, spiritual, a, a spirit that is too intellectual. Because we are in the time of intellectualism. But the spirit of Elijah is a spirit that demonstrates the power of God. And if there's anything that can give young people a chance, is if they experience the power of God. And the Bible says that oh come and taste the Lord and see that He is good. When you taste the power of God, when you taste the, the power of the heavens, it changes your life. And Brother Branham did exactly that. You know the stories. Elijah did that. Elisha did that. They demonstrated the power of God. That he is not a dead God. He is a living God. Therefore, we are able to have a lively hope. Praise the Lord. Lastly, the spirit of Elijah. This is not a good one, but <laughs> it's, it's part of the word. God sent the spirit of Elijah because Elijah is a man of swift judgment. And unfortunately, there's consequences to our decision and our actions. And we're living in a time where God has to bring swift judgment because it can't continue like that. Praise the Lord. So, but now, not in a broader sense, but on a personal level, you should be able to judge between right and wrong if the spirit of Elijah doth rest in your heart. So he said, Brother Aaron, so what is the summary of what you were saying? The summary is that we have come to a place that Joshua said, you have never passed this way before. Therefore, you have to follow the ark. And then what are we following today? We are following the word of God. But God says, I will, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet. And we are following not a man, but the Holy Ghost that came in the last days in the power of Elijah. Amen. Praise God. If the, if the musicians will come. Jesus Christ, he had seven stars in his right hand. Praise the Lord. Now, the devil also has his stars. If you go to Hollywood, you will find that there is there, a, you know, a, a, a street where they put stars for, for, for the worldly stars. God has his stars. The enemy has his stars. Because the Bible says in the book of Revelations that the, the old devil, Lucifer, with his tails, he swept a third of the stars. So, demons are fallen angels, which we call fallen stars, right? And Brother Branham, he's part of the seven stars, but he is not the only star. All of you here are God's stars. How many knows that? The Bible says in the book of Malachi, they shall be mine, says the Lord, in the day that I shall make my jewels. Now, jewels are stars, Remember when Aaron, the, the, the high priest, was bearing the, 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 the Urim of Thummim, it had 12 stones which were representing the 12 stars. So we are the stars of Christ. We are the stars that will shine in his crown. Abraham was told by God, look up. Can you number the stars? He says, that shall your seed be. Some, some stars may be, might, might shine better, brighter than the others, but we are all stars in God's uh, in God's hands and brother Branham is one of those seven stars so we are stars that are following another star but that star is leading us to the greater star which is Jesus Christ but if you are following the stars of the world they will lead you to another star called lucifer and the end of of that you will not you will not want that if you are the young man if you are the young lady you say brother Aaron I want to know more about God. I want to follow God with my heart. I want to get immersed in the message of the hour. What, some of you are going to get married pretty soon. You have a responsibility to, 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 to teach your children. What will you teach them if you don't know anything? So this is the time for you to, to get the preparation. Because when you get married, kids come along, you, you, you work, you know, overwhelms you, you become very busy. When you are young and single, that's the time to read your Bible. When I was in high school, that was the time I would read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, just going nonstop. You know, read tape after tape. Because I had the time and I had the energy and I had the zeal. But the devil, you know what he does? He gives you video games. Because God says, I write unto you, young men, because you are strong. Don't let the devil You use your strength. Let the Holy Spirit lose your strength if we can stand up on our feet if you need prayer we can pray with you tonight it's when is the uh, night prayer, uh, uh, prayer evening but God loves us friends and I so much enjoyed the, the weekend meetings I'm sorry the message today was a bit chopped up I was late I was nervous but I hope hopefully you you managed to, to get something from the services. Let's pray. Heavenly Father we thank you tonight Lord lord jesus christ for sending us in absolute the holy spirit the word father we are living in a time that is perilous we see wars and rumors of wars we see further nuclear threats we see further pandemics and epidemics we see economies collapsing but father yet we cannot be convicted by fear but lord we want to be convicted by love because you loved us. And Father, because your love draw, draws us closer to you. That's why we want to follow you, Lord. Father, we pray this, this evening, Lord, that you bless your children, bless your church, bless the young people, give them a, 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 a chance at a revival, Lord. Give them, Father, the fire that burns within their hearts. That, Lord God, they will read their Bibles. That, Father, they will obey their parents. That, Lord, they will have Goals that they will serve you, that they will be burning within their hearts for you, Lord. Father, I pray for the young girls who are here, Lord, the future, not the future, but the church present, Lord. Father, may you bless them, Father, deliver them, Lord, from anxieties and and depressions and worry and different things. Just fill them with your spirit. For you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, when they come to different junctions to make decisions, help them, Father. Give them the strength to overcome the power in the times that we are living in, oh God. Father, for you said when the enemy comes like a flood... You will raise a standard, Lord, you have raised a standard, you have given us a sure standard, and Father, we have not followed cunningly devised fables, but Lord, we have followed a vindicated word. Help us, Father, to believe and to stay with that word, that, Father, we might find rest for our souls. Bless our pastor, Brother Barry, who is not here tonight. Blessed Father, Brother Peter, who is uh, who's home with, with Henry, who is not feeling well. Father, may you heal Brother Henry Coffee. We are sending our prayers, for we know that they are listening, and, Lord God, you are able to touch them. We thank you, Father. We commit everyone into, into your hands. Bless the balance of our week. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Brother Mitch.
2: To see Jesus. the day
1: as you're dismissed. Let's sing this song, Let Me Walk With You, Jesus. And just as we sing as you're dismissed this evening, just pray for one another and uh, those who are not here, and uh, just remember service this uh, Sunday. So let me walk